0: Of bills from the federal government that are being viewed by some people as censorship bills, uh, trying to encourage more Canadian content with Bill C-11 and with Bill C-18. Uh, the aim of this bill would require tech giants to pay Canadian media companies for linking to or repurposing their content now that's if this one is passed meta though the company that owns facebook and instagram is attempting now to block news on facebook and instagram from canadian users so we're going to get into this conversation with our next guest who's a professor of the school of communication and the gina lab at simon fraser university dr peter chow white is back on the show Uh, dr chow white thank you so much for making the time always a pleasure to talk to you
1: Hi, Chelsea. Thanks for having me. And uh, great intro music, by the way. (laughs)
0: Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad that you like that Uh, introduction into a serious conversation that's getting a lot of criticism. Let's start with why Bill C-18 in general could be problematic from your perspective. What do you what do you make of this?
1: So it depends on what you mean, what we mean by problematic and problematic for who. So from the Canadian government's point of view and every Canadian's point of view is that you know we need access to news. Sure. News plays an incredibly important role as the fourth estate. Um, these aren't just influencers or people trying to get likes or clicks. Like these are professional people that provide that provide um, information and news and journalism that is really important for the functioning of a healthy democracy. Um, you know, news is also important in the functioning of other types of governments as well, um, but it plays an incredible role in statehood and just in our everyday lives. The other side of that is, is that where we get news over the last just generation has has changed. Well, the producers of news used, all, used to also be the people, we the, the companies we get news from. I.e., you go and get the news from the television or from the radio. That still happens to a certain extent, but we used to also get it through broadsheet type newspapers and things. That started to go online. So we would get the news directly from them. But what's happened over that, over the last generation in terms of social media is that we largely the point of contact for news becomes the platforms, Google meta X Facebook etc so what's ha- so what's happened is is that these platform companies that make money off of content especially Facebook and social media content that they don't create Facebook is the largest news organization in the world but they own no- they have no journalists Right, which is very similar to something like Airbnb is the largest accommodations platform in the world, but they own no hotels, right? So there's a thin layer of platforms that has happened where they're piggybacking on top of other types of industries. What that means is, is that Facebook makes money off this content in terms of advertising and other sorts of things, without having to pay for it, okay? just like us. The, the, the brilliancy of the business model, but also the curse of the business model is, is that they don't make content, we make content, news organizations make content and they profit off of that content and profit off of the mining of the data that gets produced with people interacting with that content. So they can't, we, we as individuals don't have any really control, we can't fight Facebook, but governments can. And so that's kind of what's happening right now And for for Meta and Facebook and the platforms and Google, they're like, hey, we've had a free ride for the last 15 plus years. Why should that free ride come to an end, especially when we are some of the largest companies, not just, you know, in our industry, but on the planet so this is a major move they've largely gone unregulated as i've talked before on the show and this sort of when governments are moving to regulate the platform companies they freak out they behave badly they get upset and then they try and do things like blocking like just blocking access which is very very difficult and not good for us uh, in particular
0: yeah, which is why, you know, and in the way that you're describing that, you can see that it would be a, a well-intentioned move, I think, from the government to try to to kind of turn the way that it works back around and have these giants pay Canadian media companies. That that seems like a good idea, I think, in its inception, but in its execution, it results in situations like this, where you've got Meta trying to block news on Facebook and Instagram from Canadian users. And and then what are we left with, just larger echo chambers of misinformation I mean what does this ultimately look like with Meta's attempt to try to block some of these these pieces of news from us?
1: Well, I mean, the, we, we, the, the short answer is we don't really know. We can we can project, we can guess, we can you know we can sort of make up what we think the future is gonna look like, but we don't really know. What we do know is, is that this happened in Australia in 2021, where they created something called the New Media Bargaining Code. The Canadian government's not the first one to do this. Um, and it went very bad. It did not go well. And Facebook, you know, they keep using these terms and meta as things like, we're forced to do this, we're forced to act this, we're forced to act that way. And we're like, no, you're not. You're not forced to not, you, you weren't forced to not pay People for their content, professionals for their content, right? So you know, so why are like why are they acting like they're the victims in this role? It's like you know, you've made money hand over fist using other content, other co- other companies' content for free. So now that someone's trying to hold you accountable for that, especially as the impact that's had on local national news, right? I mean, in Canada, we've had hundreds of news outlets close over the last decade or so. You know, we've had, I'm just reading something on the CBC. They, they reported that more than 450 news outlets in Canada closed since 2008. That's not good for a democracy. We need local news, we need national news to be part of our, of our information flow on a daily basis. And so and so it's an incredibly important thing to try to do in terms of at least feeding some of the some sort of financial uh, you know remittance back into into these companies, which is not a, not a terribly inappropriate thing to do.
0: I'm, I'm curious then if you think that there would be um, you know an added layer to this approach by the feds. Would there be something that we could do that might be better than this one, or do we just need further negotiations with companies like Meta? How do we handle this?
1: Oh, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's that's a great question. That's, that's I'm not a policymaker, so that's not. <laughs> I'm,
0: I, I'm, so, I'm sorry to put you on the spot.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. But but, but I mean, you also want to think about this, right? I mean, it's 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 an imbalanced relationship, right? right. These, these large companies can go ahead and do that. They're not regulated here. They don't come under Canadian laws, at least not in the way that that, that the news organizations and the telecommunication companies that you, are, that you that you yourself work for are highly regulated. They have to play by the rules. But these companies, they don't necessarily have to play by the rules. And so they actually, not only do they have to play by them, they want to make the rules themselves. But they're not invested in our country or in national context whatsoever. Right. Right? They have people that work there. They provide jobs and things like that. But as far as the regular communication flow and how that actually impacts, and what we do know, what research has shown about misinformation, what research has shown about the role of social media platforms is, is that the role that they played in terms of democracies, in terms of pol- in terms of uh, uh, elections and things, has not been a positive one. They have been the source of misinformation. They have been the source of, actu- of actually putting out information that sways people to vote one way over another. They've been actually the... Uh, Uh, you know, the part of the problem. But they don't seem to really want to address that problem. They don't seem to really want to be regulated at all. And what's really interesting about this is that the telecommunication companies of the 20th century who are very well regulated, very overly regulated in some ways, but quite regulated in in other ways, is that these platform companies have, have gone through virtually very little regulation whatsoever. They can kind of do whatever they want. They show up in front of house committees, they say a few things and they go back and they continue to become some of the largest and most profitable companies in the world without really having to be responsible for the impacts that they're making in people's everyday lives.
0: But I wonder if doing, you know, a partial regulation or the way that what that's resulting in now is with this block Mm -hmm. or attempt to start blocking news on on Facebook and Instagram for Canadian users. I wonder if that partial regulation, uh, you know, ends up just just watering down our our news in general or, uh, you know, I I think making some really sensationalized stories kind of come to the top, fueling more misinformation. You know, it almost feels like you can't win. Do you just let it be remain completely unregulated? or is a partial regulation almost worse?
1: Well, I mean, what it it presumably will do is is that Canadians that want to have access to Canadian news will go back to Canadian news organizations to get that news. So that that it there, it's not like the news is disappearing. It's right. not like um, you know, it, it's not like the the Canadian companies are being penalized whatsoever. But all they're asking to do is is that is that hey, you're making money off this. It's fair and reasonable to have to pay journalists for 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 the money that you're making off of their work, right? It's it's uh, there's nothing really outrageous about what's going on. Now the fact that they're standing up and now that Facebook and Meta and Google are you know are, are digging their heels in. And they're being and, and actually being quite threatening. You know, is, is quite curious. You know, like why, like why does the halfway have to be the local context that's being hurt right. when it's when when the large player that's coming in, when, with the with the very very big digital stick, is just saying, you know what, we're just going to not play at all. You know, so I think it's kind of curious, I'd be very curious to see what would happen with our news agencies if they decided, hey, we are going to block these things, right? So you know, so we have to go to local news sources, you got to go to CBC.ca, you got to go to global news, you have to go to CTV to get, your, to get your news, you have to go to the global mail online to do that. That actually might be a very positive thing in terms of bringing new eyeballs, new revenue back into an industry that's been collapsing for the last 20 years.
0: Yeah, I hope that is the result. I'm just I think skeptical that people, you know, aren't going to want to take that extra step. But if they're used to getting news on these social media sites, you know, then maybe they just don't receive it or they just receive it from different sources. Maybe I've just yeah. jaded after after years of doing talk no radio. Right. <laughs>
1: No, I, 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 think your, I think your point of view is a very reasonable and valid one. I, it, and I would like—I'm I'm, not—I'm not sure. I've been, you know, I've been trying to understand, kind of getting caught up on this and following it, you know, just like like everybody else. And there's not really—it's not even the news media itself is not framing it in terms of hey, there's a middle ground. The conversations aren't about middle ground. The conversations are we're going to do this thing. Okay, the Canadian government's going to do this thing. The, the platforms are like well, we're not going to play. And then you've got advocacy groups saying hey, Canadian government, don't be bullied by Facebook and by Meta and by. Google, well, that's that's not as easy. It's, it's easier said than, than done. What's really scary, though, is is that you know can you imagine that the role of the media, especially, yes. is really especially in terms of a crisis, is incredibly important. Like it is right. when people are in times of crisis, like COVID. Or like an earthquake, or whatever other type of you know very quick event and large scale event happens. But what we do know about research that goes back 100 years is that the first place people go to fill that information need is to go is to go to the news. They go to the media. They turn on the television. They turn on the radios, and increasingly they've gone to the internet. So if Facebook starts blocking. The, the people who are trying to provide, the organizations are trying to provide COVID information and the accurate COVID information, for example, that's not good either. And that's right. not only is that not only good, that's actually incredibly yeah. irresponsible.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think you're totally right. I think it could be really reckless and, and could be really dangerous, which is why they're coming now with this, this big threat to, to potentially mm-hmm. create this block. Mind you, the bill isn't yet passed, so uh, yeah. what will ultimately come of this still remains to be seen. But, uh, Doc, really appreciate your perspective and you painting a, a good picture of what I think is kind of a, a complicated issue. Thanks so much for your time.
1: It, it, it's incredibly complicated. Thank you for your excellent questions. We appreciate your time.
0: Thanks. Uh, Dr. Peter Chow-White, Professor of the School of Communications and the GINA Lab at Simon Fraser University, talking about Meta, attempting now to block news on Facebook and Instagram from Canadian users. This all has to go back now to do with Bill C-18. Essentially the aim of that bill would require these tech giants, like Facebook, like Instagram, to pay Canadian media companies for linking to uh, their content if the bill is passed.